Hi, this is Erica Bogan. Thank you for listening to the I Am Spartan podcast with Scott Knowles. I'm Scott the Fane Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR Podcast. What's up, everybody? My friend Rachel Waters is coming on to tell us about this insane endurance turkey trot, I call it, this weekend. She's doing 100-plus miles, 500-plus obstacles on a mile-and-a-quarter looped course where she'll do six obstacles per loop, and she's going to do it 81 loops and six obstacles every loop. But ever so often, the obstacles change. Rigs, carries, uh, walls, agility stuff, you name it, she's going to do it. And if she fails it, she has to do burpees, 30 burpees. It ends up being a lot of burpees over 100 miles if she fails it. But she's not because she's tough. She may miss a couple of spear throws because she's going to be throwing spears too. But uh, hopefully she won't. But anyway, Rachel is doing this to raise money for the Lionheart's fitness facility. And I had Shell Laquetta on a few episodes back where she tells us all about this. It's 100% uh, volunteer, 100% donation driven to have a facility for kids and youth to go and train at, to learn how to do the obstacles. And they've got all these discounts for Savage and Spartan. And I believe she even can get the kids to go and race for free at Savage. It's amazing what she's doing. I mean, with everything she's got going on, she's doing this amazing thing for the kids. And you won't meet a nicer person than Shell Laquetta. She's got a heart of gold. And what Rachel's doing is awesome this weekend. So I don't have a Patreon. I don't ask for money. I do this podcast for free because I enjoy it. I don't even ask for reviews on this podcast anymore. But I'm asking you to listen to this episode and donate a few bucks. Do it for the kids. But anyway, Rachel's about to tell us all about this. And here's the interview. Rachel Waters, what is going on today? Hey, Scott. I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. So, the reason why you were on today is because I want to talk about this 100-mile, 500-obstacle turkey trot that you're doing this weekend on the 25th. Yeah. <laughs> turkey trot. The <laughs> ultimate turkey trot. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing it to raise uh, funds for the Lionheart's uh, fitness group. Yes. I'm doing it as a fundraiser for um, them. They're my favorite nonprofit right. out there. Shell at Lionhearts is the best. If you haven't checked out her website and listened to the interview that I did with her, you need to check it out because she is great. She's one of a kind. She's doing this for the kids, and it's just a great, uh, you know, it's great what she's doing. Yeah, and just like the quick like two sentences on what Lionhearts does is um, Lionhearts is a nonprofit um, that offers, uh, there's a physical gym uh, near Chattanooga, so it offers weekly and weekend uh, classes and training with obstacles for kids. Um, so in the same way you used to be able to go to Little League practice after school, now you can go to obstacle practice. Um, it's grown as a sport. So this is free for kids in the community. And not only does it have classes for them where they're learning teamwork and such and, um, you know, physical fitness, but it actually the programming takes kids out to the Savage and the Spartan Kids course. And some of these kids' families, you know, don't have the wherewithal or the money or the time they're working. Um, so really they're bringing, you know, OCR to kids um, at no cost to kids that really need it. Um, so I'm all about supporting that mission. And um, so it was a no-brainer for me um, to pick them as my fundraiser for this. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's in Ringgold, Georgia, right? That's where the facility's yeah, at. Yeah, right? it is. It's like right it's south of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right. So it's technically Georgia, but, um, you know, Chattanooga is kind of the the closest like destination if you kind of want to map them in your head of where they are right okay so this um uh endurance event that you're doing it's what is it it's a 1.225 miles or a mile and a quarter loops and it's going to have 
what is it, about 20 obstacles per lap? Is that, is that right? Am I right? No. So, <clears throat> like, and I'm glad we can kind of talk about this because kind of breaking down the format of this thing, you know, is, is, is kind of helpful. Um, so, you know, we've got a map out that, you know, we're going to release with this podcast so everybody <clears throat> that's listening can, you know, look in on this thing if they want to. Um, so the loop, the standard loop is a mile and a quarter. That being said, there is an out and back to, you know, the kind of start, finish, and spear throw area that adds a little extra. And the, the point of that little extra um, is going to be to get me to 105 miles. And so our plan is to put two tracking devices on me, both a Garmin and then um, a watch. And I, I sound like an idiot, but it starts with a C, and I couldn't remember what it was because I hadn't heard of the brand Um but you know we're gonna also do Coros? that for like backup. Is it um, a, is it a Coros watch? Is that what yeah, it is? Yes, yes, that was it. I, I'm sorry, I should know that, but I, I hadn't heard of it. Um, so that was kind of our, our thought with data because there's such a variance as well when you look at some of these GPS like programming and systems. And obviously, I'm it's a fundraiser. I don't have. I'm not going to spend the money on you know a, a timing system for myself or whatever. Right. But um, so this this lap is a mile and a quarter. Um, and there are more than 32 obstacles out there. So obviously 32 miles for your 32 obstacles for a mile and a quarter is too dense. Um, Right. I was about to say. Yeah. And so I had actually done a 24 hour event at this venue before. Um, that's why I, I selected it for this because I knew that it was a venue where an endurance event could you know, be held. Um, and I liked the way they did it on the 24 hour race, which was, they had broken it down into like two hour segments where a handful of obstacles were open, but then that would change every two hours. So you would, you know, have the obstacles there, but you would kind of rotate them and get to do all of them. But that way you weren't doing 30 obstacles every time you came through this, you know, thing, um, for, for a mile. So the way that my format is, um, set up is that, you know, I've got this thing set up to having six obstacles every, you know, mile and a quarter ish. Um, and I've already got like a spreadsheet out that I'm going to publish so people can see, you know, what obstacles I'm doing. But, um, you know, I wanted to, to make that density because when I do that density, um, if I have 81 laps and then there's six obstacles per lap, that gets me to 486 Um for, you know, for, for that mileage. And, you know, um, I, I know I'm still missing a few. So what I decided to do um, was I wanted to get the spear throw in there. And so every 10 miles, I'm going to throw a spear. So there will be 10 spear throws. So you take the 486 and then you add 10 spear throws. Um, you get me to 496 and then I'm going to have five wild cards to get me to 501 obstacles and the wild cards are going to be some of the obstacles that are a little tougher um and i thought they didn't quite belong on on an endurance event you know for example um a, a horizontal pegboard well that's a great mandatory completion obstacle the skill set's just in my opinion a little too high to put out there for me to be doing within a 24 hour context. However, right. I've got five spots open to where we're going to do some fun stuff throughout the event. Interactively, we're going to spin the wheel. We're going to do, you know, a, a, probably a poll for people that are checking in. You get to vote on what obstacle I do. So that five will be those fillers that are a little harder, but you know, um, I could spin and have to do the, you know, pegboard five times. I don't know. That <laughs> So. But it's great that you added in the spear throw because everybody needs a little spear throw practice, right? So they do, they do, and I'm trying to, you know, really represent a an obstacle course on this thing and 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 what's out there and trying to blend what I've learned from World's Toughest Mudder and Spartan Ultra Championship and just all the other stuff I've done, like taking bits and pieces of them um, to put this thing together. And so. And you were saying like you're going to do around six obstacles every mile and a quarter. That's still, you know, when you're doing a hundred miles, that's still very, very dense, you know, yes, because it, think it is. about, um, I would say it's probably a little denser than what you would find on, on your standard. I mean, you know, and what I did was, you know, I built a spreadsheet cause I've, I mean, it's taken, it's taken a lot of work to organize this thing. I don't have this like, you know, race production crew building this right. whole thing. You know, um, 
So what I did of that six is I, I broke out my obstacles and I said, you know, I need a grip. Every six, there needs to be a grip. So grip is stuff like rope climb, you know, ape swing, rigs. I've got a race ready rig out there with race ready grips, which, you know, there's there's like a ball and, you know, some T grips. It's, it's not easy. Um, you know, they have a, a rock wall, so grip stuff. So I want to have of the six, I'd have a grip. I'd have two strength, um, two walls. And they've got, you know, Irish table, eight foot wall, 14 foot wall. I have a box out there, um, you know, and then a, a total body. So rope traverse, low crawl, um, a horizontal cargo net. You know, I really wanted to you know, make this thing representative of what you would see at like a Spartan or a Savage, but not as obviously like grip heavy as a Savage because you kind of have to, t- to dial that down in this kind of endurance format. Um, but yeah, so there's six. So I'm going to do, I broke my, you know, 100 miles into 10 segments of 10. And so every 10 miles, I'm going to change the six obstacles that are open. And so every time I throw a spear, basically it triggers, all right, six new obstacles are open. You know, then I get to 20, throw a spear, six new obstacles. I'm going to repeat some, right? Because, you know, there's only 30 obstacles. Some I'm only going to do one time. But when I say one time, that's still eight laps of it. um, Right. Because it's 10 miles. So it's still, you know, when I have to do this race ready rig, which I have on there twice, I'm going to do that rig 16 times, um, you know, with, within this. And, you know, I'm, it's funny, I'm looking, it's like mile 49 or laps 49 to 56. I'm like doing this rig and I'm like, Oh, you know, (laughs) but um, that's another part of this, you know, when building this thing, I was like, do I do a, I'm obviously you can't do mandatory completion. You know, it's just passing on. I did the per- I did the burpees, man. I didn't know what else to do. Um, so that's that's kind of my format of it. Um, well, you know, for I'm looking at this because she sent me, uh, a, you know, the map and the spreadsheet of the obstacles, and I'm here to tell you, Rachel has put some time into this. She has thought it out. It's all sectioned out, neat, and and this very easy to read um, obstacle guide. And you'd think she was a professional and she's been designing race courses. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm, I'm taking this seriously. You know, I've got, there's going to be seven other people out there with me. Um, there's going to be eyes on me at all times, counting my laps. Um, Somebody's going to have to. for burpees that's, you know, brightly lit undercover where there will be, like, you know, I work too hard every single day to, like, do this half-ass. That's right. Um, so... You know, and, and so I want it to be clear so that everybody knows what I'm doing when I'm doing it um, so that it gets done. And, and, and you know, it's um, anyway, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I have to stay organized or, um, you know, but I've got a great crew. Um, I'm really excited. I'm, you know, super grateful even to get to do this, um, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody would even have the resources or availability to, you know, have a venue to do this or the wherewithal to figure it out. I have some really nice sponsors that, you know, I reached out to and they're when I told them what I was doing and why I was doing it, they immediately, you know, yes, how can we support you? You know, I'm hoist, go ruck, mud gear, race party obstacles. I mean, they donated into my raffle prize. They, you know, yeah, they donated stuff to my events. So it's just really cool to see the support I've been getting for people. You know, some people are like, look, I'm really worried about you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Rachel. I know you can do it. Um, yeah. So we didn't even say where it's going to be at. Um, so it's oh, going to be at Casa Garcia, and that's in Fayetteville, Tennessee. Is that right? Yes, it's a little south of Nashville, Tennessee, so it'll be in Central Time Zone. And oh wow! Again, this is um, it's a private venue that, um, as you know, people have started building their their own courses on their own land as our sports grown. And so I had done a twenty four hour race there in twenty twenty, um, and loved the venue. Loved Danny and Melissa, whose home it is. Um, And, you know, when I had this wild idea and I had reached out to them earlier in this year about it, they said yes. And I just couldn't believe it because, you know, they're opening their their house to me. But, yeah, this is um, in in Tennessee. So I'm watching the weather. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, when we were talking about doing this interview, I checked out the weather and it it, it doesn't look great right now. (laughs) You see that rain? (laughs) (laughs) I did. It was like 50s in rain. say about that. Yeah. At least it's in the 40s and not ice and snow. Because you know That's what? True. I can handle some rain, but I just don't want to have icy obstacles because that's 
that's when stuff starts like you can't you have to shut them down for safety you know that's what i'm trying to avoid so but i did see that rain so i'm just gonna you know whatever happens happens that's right <laughs> That's right. It'll just make you a stronger person for whatever the weather brings. You know? <laughs> it might make some of the things I wasn't expecting to fail a little slicker, but it's going to be all right. <laughs> you might just cuss a little more than you would normally. <laughs> what? You you may just cuss a little more than normal. I might. I might, yeah. <laughs> I think there needs to be like a parental advisory sticker on the Facebook Live we're doing. That's like, whatever comes out of Rachel's mouth, you know... <laughs> 60 miles into this thing. Um, maybe they should put a, they sh maybe they should put a burpee penalty on your mouth too. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and speaking of, of burpee penalty, um, I actually got, you know, I, I sound funny when I say this, I got direct orders from headquarters today. Um, we have something that, uh, was a little bit of a twist and change and you don't even know this. So I'm kind of telling you right now, um, exclusive, exclusive. exclusive. So, um, I had talked to Evan already, um, about this race. And one thing that I talked about was, you know, and that it's really hard to put an obstacle race together because the lack of clarity in our sport with rules, right? Oh yeah. Like every does it different and so what i wanted to do was take bits and pieces out of here like i was fine with you know no water on the course like it's dry because you know spartan doesn't get you wet they don't do like dunk walls and stuff so i know tough butter gets you up but spartan didn't so i'm like okay you know i'm calm and to be honest i i don't have the bandwidth to have like a medical team there you know um an ambulance waiting for me um this is a fundraiser right. um but no i really was like whatever dry i'm not gonna run a hose in my friend's yard all night you know that's not very kind um no so one thing I was really stuck on was um, this 30 burpee penalty, you know, and everybody kept telling me, like, it's too much. It's too much. Like, you know, this is not a good idea, Rachel. And I said, no. And, you know, one thing we got stuck on was that in it's Spartan. You know, I did tell you right the 2021 Ultra Championship last year. And one of their rules at this event, which was a high paying championship race, uh, was that halfway through the event, so 12 hours in, the burpee penalty cut in half. And so that was sort of on the table for this a little bit in the beginning. And then it was like, no, I was like, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. I want to go full throttle at this 30 burpees because, you know, that's what I want to do. Um, but hot out of the you know, decision making today, there has been sort of a behind the scenes call with my fundraiser. Um, we're going to, they're going to save it. They're, so they're going to try to save me. Um, so I put a $10,000 fundraising goal, uh, and if I can reach my $10,000 goal before the race starts at 50 miles in my burpee cut gets to go down to half. And if it doesn't, I'm doing the full 30. Now, after I hit the 50 mile mark while I'm out there at night, chipping away, if we can still hit the 10,000 at any point. I can get bailed out, a uh, bailed out, and it'll cut down to fifteen. But if my fundraiser doesn't hit the ten thousand, I'm going straight through to a thirty burpee penalty all the way um, through my hundred and five. So that that's what we're pulling pulling out today to let people know um, I'm ready to do thirty. So um, this is all about raising awareness and fundraising for Lionheart. So um, you know, I know we didn't tell anybody that, but we're going to be. Um, talking about that this week as well and you know at, at night if we can you know keep keep pushing then that's what I'm going to do so well let's so. be honest Rachel besides yeah. the spear throw you're probably not going to fail anything because you're so badass I mean let's just be honest uh no no you haven't you haven't uh they're 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 not they've got some stuff out there they're all of their rigs are on cables between two trees and so everything bounces a lot um right. you know there's it's not um it's it's it, it, and it's got wood it's it's a gnarly course now i'm not expecting i'm expecting a, a 90 percent maybe you know 85 90 percent it depends if it rains honestly you know their monkey bars are white pipe plumbing pipe so uh, you know that that sounds easy but you know, you have to do that in the rain on yep. a white, on it, it bounces like it's like an eight hanger kind of t type of thing. Right. Uh, you know, you fall off of us 30 burpees, um, you know, but if, even if I had a 10%, you know, fail rate, that's still 
50 obstacles. Right. You know? I mean, think of the spear throw. If I miss every spear, that's 300 burpees. So, um, you know, I yep. could, it's not unfathomed. Like, I could easily <laughs> do a thousand burpees very easily. Um, you know, like if it's, if it's raining, um, you know, it, I, I've never been past 80 miles on my feet. You know, it, it, uh, mile 90 when I'm doing Olympic rings and tire flips and Atlas carries. Um, and inverted walls, like, I don't know what's going to happen, Scott. So, um, you know, it's going to be no man's land for me, but you know, I might be out there doing the 30, but Hey, if, if we can, I, you know, my ego wants me to keep the 30, but if I can push the fundraiser to, to get my burpee count down, I'm going to push for that. It's, right. Cause this is really about, you know, if somebody wants to say, Oh, well, why is she going to cut it 15? That's, you know, they can go, um, do their own fundraiser how they want to do theirs you know what i mean right i think you can do it i think you're going to crush it and um so let me ask uh what time does it start is it on because it's saturday right but what time does it start i'm actually starting in the afternoon on friday on On friday Friday. Uh yeah and so my goal is to start at 2 p.m central time well that'll work so you'll be able to get all your black friday shopping in before the race I guess so. I mean, I won't need anything because I'm going to die. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to be there. I'm actually heading up to Tennessee on Thanksgiving so we can be like getting stuff together and and already, but you know, we've got a Facebook event that's a public event. Anyone can join. um, And we're going to have live streaming. I'm obviously not going to have the whole thing live stream because it really does get a little boring. Um, You know, to, to just have a camera going, but we're going to be doing check-ins, live footage, pictures of what's going on, um, you know, engagement where chances for people to pick which obstacles I do. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a small venue, so it's very intimate. So I think there'll be a lot of opportunity for me to engage with people and say, Hey, and, you know, um, and check in and sort of like get some energy from folks as I'm out there. Um, but you know, I really don't know how long this is going to take me. Right. Um, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to like do this, the, the fastest of anyone in, in the world. I mean, I don't, I don't, this is a big undertaking, you know, it's different. Like world's toughest mutter is hard, but you, the obstacles are a little different and you can like help each other. And it, and theirs is a little less grippy. Um, where this one's just going to be a whole different thing. I don't know what to expect, but I'm hoping to finish in like, I don't know, under, under 34 hours or right. under, under 30, 30 to 34 hours or something. Um, I really, I have no idea. <laughs> I literally don't know. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I know maybe I should know, but I don't know what to expect. It depends on how many burpees I end up doing. Right. Um, right. So 34 hours getting a hundred miles in 34 hours, that's a good, pretty much just a hundred mile trail run time for, you know, somebody first going for their hundred miles. So, and you're talking about all these obstacles too, mm, maybe longer than I, that. It could be 40 or 48 hours. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty prepared to like grind this thing out until it's done and um, and not to mention there's like heavy carries in here too that's gonna wear on you it's gonna slow you down so oh yeah i've got i've got a hundred pound uh sandbag drag i've got i'll be farmers carrying 40s um you know sandbag like sled drag yeah just grinding away though you know um it's going to be a lot of fun, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you like my obstacle list. I really wanted to, um, I want to also get the course map out so that people can see kind of what I'm doing and what the obstacles are. Um, and that I really have worked to try to make this like a legitimate thing. Right. I mean, obviously this isn't, you know, a race, I'm not winning anything. There's no, um, you know, prize or whatever, but I, I care about what I do and what I put out there as far as my reputation as an athlete. So, you know, I have put some work behind this and I've gotten a lot of help too. Um, I mean, honestly, just looking at these obstacles, the different obstacles you have, the grip, the strength and the agility and the walls, and you got the spear throw in here. It almost looks like if world's toughest mutter and Savage Race and Spartan Race did one big endurance event. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that it's a pretty well put together thing. I mean, I don't want to you know, toot, my, toot my own horn, but I think that 
I've been doing this for a while. You know, I think I have a good subject matter, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of like take all the pieces and have a fair representation of the, the sport. Um, you know, of, of, of what's out there. You know, if I didn't want to do the 30 burpee penalties, then I would have just had to make easy obstacles. And I didn't want to do that. Um, I wanted to kind of stay, stay in the sport and do things, um, you know, and really touch into, but I, I really appreciate that you said that, that I appreciate that, that, that you get that vibe from absolutely um, from what we, what I put together. Um, because I mean, the grip obstacles, I mean, they look harder, they're harder than Spartan, but you have all the carry stuff like you would in Spartan. And, you know, then you have the the 100-mile aspect, which reminds everybody of World's Toughest Mudder. And, of course, you always got the old trusty spear throw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and burpees are kind of a universally right. accepted penalty, at the, even though Spartan's dropping them. Like, to me, I just couldn't do penalty loops. I That wouldn't No, be that wouldn't be right. Me my spirit as a, as an athlete, you know, I was like, let me, let me make this hard. And because I, I want to do something that scares me. I want to do something hard and I want to do something that, you know, makes, maybe makes people question what they're able to do and say, wait a minute, you know, if Rachel can do this, maybe I can sign up for an ultra right. or maybe I'll push it to a beast even, or I've only done a sprint. You know what? Gosh, if she can do, do this, maybe I'll, I'll take it up a notch in my own life. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's that too, but you know, I'm nervous. Um, I'm I would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's too got, bad. You know? It's, it's too bad that wreck bag isn't, you know, sponsoring this event. Cause I'm pretty sure you're going to be wrecked after this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is going to hurt. This is definitely going to be the hardest thing I've done. You know, I'm really excited. I've done four 24 hour OCR events now as an athlete, I've done, one every year and like this is sort of my endurance event for this year and um i'm excited to see how i fare once i go past 24 hours because i haven't had the opportunity to do that yet and this whole thing started as a joke really like you know your boy uh you know here uh, let's call it let's call him your new stepdad actually (laughs) what (laughs) oh you're talking about michael robertson my yeah, I heard he's with your mom. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> anyway, he and I were talking in February because remember he signed up for a hundred mile trail race. Yeah, he did. And and he said, well, you know, and I was like, Michael, you're crazy. And he was like, well, no, you you could do one. And I said, I would never run a hundred miles. That sounds really boring. I would only do it if it was an obstacle course race. See, I'm the same um, way but they don't have hundred mile obstacle course races. And then this whole thing like spun in my mind, um, from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was like not serious. And now here I am. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Michael, did you know that, um, he just had his first grandbaby? I saw that. I saw that. Yep. That's wild. Yep. Just happened. Yeah. Yeah. That means he's really old. He is really old. <laughs> good guy. Good guy though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He's even, not going to defend himself. So. Yeah, even though he can really get on your nerves sometimes. I can take about as enough of Michael as we go to a race weekend. About the time that weekend's over with, I've had enough of him until the next race. That's that's how good our friendship is. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so what made you decide you know, that you wanted to do this type of event and you wanted to make it a fundraiser. I mean, I know you just said that you did 100 miles, you know, and you did, you know, when you did Telluride, you know, you started off really slow there too. So what made you want to do this type of event and how are you going to attack it like pace-wise? Um, so, you know, there were a lot, a lot had to come together on this. So again, you know, this idea birthed in like February, but I, you know, had mentioned it to just a couple of people throughout the year that, you know, I wanted to do this thing, but I really have stayed away from it. I hadn't announced it. I hadn't, you know, I I kind of was too scared to accept the fact of doing it. Um, because, you know, part of it is that I've done world's toughest mutter twice. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I did Telluride last year when they announced Tahoe. I really was like, oh, I've, I've already raced in Tahoe. I don't really want to make that trip for the ultra. Right. You know, I love 
event that I did at this venue, Casa Garcia, but they hadn't done any other, it's like, you know, there really aren't any other endurance options for me this year. Like mm-hmm. each fall, it's like I've done a 24-hour race for the past four years. So what am I going to do this year? So that was part of the thinking, right? Like, you know, what are my options? And I just was like not wanting to do what I'd already done because if I'm going to spend all that money, I want to be challenged different. And and then when, you know, that idea coincided about the 100 mile, it was kind of like, well, where could I do this? Like even if it's not a race, like is there a place that I could just go start a clock and keep going and you know whatever it's not a race I don't need another finish or medal I don't need to win something I don't really care about that but you know how tough am I really um and then I thought it'd be cool to knock 100 miles off my bucket list that I can never have to do it again right um you know the why behind it was where I was really stuck because those are all good reasons but they're like kind of surface level right like oh, that's hard or whatever. And I've kind of been avoiding this thing. I've really been too busy to, to train this year because I've been racing so much. So, right. you know, there's that. But about a month ago, I, I really started to have to face it and say, Rachel, are you going to do this thing? Because if you are too scared to do this, next year might be too late. Like you may never have this opportunity again for the rest of your life to do something like this. It's a rare opportunity that I'm grateful for. Not everybody knows people that would let them have a venue to do this at. Right. Right. Um, So I tried to turn my, my attitude around. It was like, well, no, I need to be more grateful. And, and also outside of feeling sorry for myself, how bad this is going to hurt. Like, how can I make the most good out of this? And I was like, well, let me make a fundraiser. And the who I would fundraise for was a no brainer to me because I, you know, do so much work with Lionhearts and I can't say it yet on this, but, um, you know, there's a very specific goal that my fund, the funds that I'm fundraising are, are going towards for something for Lionhearts. That's like taking Lionhearts to the next level to grow them. And so, you know, that this amount that I'm raising for them, you know, is, is really specific there. But then, um, you know, I had to really dig even deeper into the why. And, you know, a big part of, of me as an athlete is a lot of the, the things I've been through in my personal life that I've overcome and how that sort of intertwined with racing. And, you know, my love for kids came from my mom and she loved kids. She was a school counselor. You know, she really felt like you made the next generation of the world better by you know improving the life of children and teaching them confidence and teaching them skills that you know propels them forward as a better human right Mm -hmm. and so she kind of gave that gift to me and you know she passed away when I was 30 she was very sick for a decade which you know really took a toll on me mentally and emotionally and you know OCR has been huge in my healing and so I said you know I want to do this fundraiser in her honor and in her memory um because you know she's not here she can't pass it on but let me take that love she had and pass it on in my sport and grow it for kids there so once I found that why that part it really all started to make sense to me um of how I was going to do this thing and why I became so passionate about getting it organized and getting the pieces together because I realized it's about so much more than just you know me looking tough doing this really hard thing you know at first I think it started with oh I want to look cool and do this hard thing but then it really turned into like how can I take this and 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 take it up a notch and like do good with it. So that, that was sort of this like metamorphosis of it. And I've just been shocked with the outpouring of support from friends, even if people can't donate money, which is like fine, just the, the messages I've gotten and, and just support and, and love, but um, how I plan to pace and then just kind of attack it. Um, there's this story my grandma told me, I'm going to butcher it, but the first woman that ever, <laughs> I think like soloed, did Mount Everest. They asked her how she did it. And she said that if you're going to eat an elephant, you do it one bite at a time. And so um, my grandma had told me that. And I always kind of like think about this. So for me to even try to like imagine putting 105 miles and 500 obstacles and a lot of burpees on my feet, like, like I can't even wrap my brain around that. So I'm just going to do it one lap at a time. Um, And sometimes that's going to break down to like one obstacle at a time, one step at a time, one burpee at a time you know, one quarter mile at a time, one five minute break at a time. Um, but I, you know, don't want to go out too fast. I've never been over 24 hours, but I've always finished my 24 hours with a lot of juice still in the tank. So, um, I was thinking if I could keep, you know, a 20 minute, a 16 to 20 minute pace, you know, or less, you know, I don't know, 15 to 16 minute pace per mile, um, 
I would be okay with that. But, you know, I just really don't know how I'm going to break down. So I'm not trying to, right. you know, race this thing. But it's really going to be a, a waddle, I would say, um, because the venue's flat. It's <clears throat> it's flat, so it's you can really get a good speed walk waddle. But, you know, I just want to take it slow because the wear of that those obstacles are just going to be really brutal. Um you know, just going over stuff and even putting a sandbag on my shoulders that many times. And if it rains and uh, burpees, you know, I, like I said, I might do a thousand burpees, Scott. I really don't know. Uh, nah, <laughs> come on, Rach. We'll see. We'll see. Um, getting my food packed up. You know, I've got mm. a lot of people ask about stuff like that. You know, you want, um, you, you got to eat your way through a distance like that. So I am loaded down. I've got mashed potatoes, meatballs, chips, popcorn, Chex Mix, PB&Js, soup, ramen, mac and cheese, you know, bananas, right. candy, um, coffee, hoist. I mean, All the coffee. Soda. So. So I'm looking at this map and you know what just it, it, it just scares me just looking at it you know you saying you're going to do this in 100 miles 81 laps yeah and it's that section where the stairway to heaven is at and you just got that zigzag that just goes back and forth like oh, the, eight the times switchbacks? yes it is a mental torture like and that's another thing i don't exactly think do. doing 80 laps of this like take out the physical i mean that in itself is another like mind fuck right, right. Like, those I, i've done in a venue those switchbacks are torture because it's a small so. piece of property yes it's it is it is just it's a flat pasture that's been mowed down um to you know the, the grass is tall so it's just these switchbacks like how you're how that feels at night with a headlamp when you just oh yeah you know, but it is, I mean, I think that that's another piece of this is just the mental of just being out there. And, um, the way that I'm going to have my, my crew set up, you know, to, for my station is that, you know, um, when you're looking at that map, so you're looking at the map right now, Yes. you see that like where it's the start and finish, the little like mm-hmm. yellow and red. So that's up by the house. So right. that's where the spear throw is. So if you kind of follow that, you can see how it's almost an out and back till you get to like the obstacles, like 18 and 19 and stuff. Yes. So that's the little section that kind of helps me get to 105. And so okay. I'm only running up to, I'm okay. I, and I want to like keep it simple it, because as you know, it's kind of complicated, but I'm actually very organized. So every, <laughs> so every eight laps, which is 10 miles, right? Because eight laps times a mile and a quarter is 10 miles. Right. So every 10 miles, I throw a spear, right? Okay. Well, at four miles, I'm doing pit. So, excuse me, every four laps. So four laps is five miles. So I'm going to do four laps, and then I'm going to come up to the house, and that's where I get to see my crew, right, if I need refills. So that's every five miles. But every 10th mile, I throw a spear when I come up there. So it's almost like, you know, at, at mile five, I see my, my pit. At mile 10, I see my pit and throw a spear. At mile 15, I see my pit. At mile 20, I see my pit and throw my spear. So right. that's going to be like every five miles. Because, you know, five miles is sort of like standard, like it, um, world's toughest mutter. You know, that's like a decent-sized loop. Right. Now, down there is a barn that you can see there that has like a little purple, like there's a water station. And so that that's going to be, there's just going to be water and like one or two simple aid things like what you would find, like, like maybe I'll put my honey stinger waffles there in water and a trash can. But that's also an undercover spot. So every time I come through my mile and a quarter loop there, that's where in that spot is I'm going to do any pen, any burpees for that loop. Oh. And so that's kind of my station. And then, you know, so I'll go through that every time, but every four laps, which is five miles, I'll do the out and back to go back up to the house because, again, that's going to add that extra mileage that will rack me up to add the five, um, if that makes sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, where the house is, you know, my that's where my pit, really my pit's going to be, and you know, um, but I'll only be up there every five miles. Um, and then, I'll, but I will have, you know, a water and, and trash station down where I'll be doing my burpees. Um, and that's going to be, again, in an undercover spot so that it can be lit so that whoever's crewing me there doesn't, you know, can actually see me and, and stuff. And they can sit inside if it's raining right. um, for burpee counting and stuff. So. so the leap of faith obstacle, isn't that kind of like Dragon's Back? 
It is. Yep. Right. They have. Yep. That's exactly what that is. It's um. It's you know. You do the. It's like one platform. You leap, and there's a bar that you catch. That'll be yeah, fun that, in they the dark. OCRWC. That will be a fun one to do when it gets dark. I know. It's a little scarier. <laughs> to, yeah. Everything changes. That's the other part. Like. You know, everything, I decided to start Friday because with it being a holiday weekend, you know, and having Friday off, it would just help me, like, finish sooner in the weekend yeah. with the logistics of, like, getting back to work, you know, next week and everything. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's the other thing that people forget is, like, I'm planning on maybe finishing in the middle of the night, like, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So, I mean, I'm going to be doing an overnight Friday night, be chipping away at this thing all day Saturday and could well go into a second um, night of darkness as well so doing obstacles in the dark so i know when you say oh well you're not going to fail stuff rachel i mean you know when it's when it's dark outside and if it's raining um right. you know it gets, it gets harder to fail some of that grip stuff and you know even if i only have one grip thing really per um you know six obstacles per mile and a quarter that's what if i do 30 burpees every mile you know yeah. that's a, <laughs> hey hey, that's, hey stay positive yeah. stay positive <laughs> no i'm not i'm not saying that in a, in a negative way i mean it's part of this right but i just i made it this way because i wanted it to be that fearful i wanted that to be a possibility i didn't want to make this um hay bales and you know right you know um whatever you know and then inflatables. I wanted to make this a legit obstacle race, you know? Um, so. so I'm sure you talked to, you know, Evan Paparis, you know, cause he's done some stuff like this at like battle the lines, but I'm, are you going to wear like gloves just to kind of like protect your hands for all of those, like, you know, the wall obstacles and the tables, just so your hands just don't completely wear out over the course of this event. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you know, because this is a lot of, like, wood. I mean, right. this is all, it's not, you know, like, the Spartan metal's smooth, right? Like, when we yeah. have these, like, you know, high-end obstacles, you don't, like, get splinters on, you know, rigs. Well, when you have, you know, all your <laughs> wood and everything, um, so, yes, I will. I actually have these gloves, and it's funny, they don't even make them anymore. Um, they're called Original Warrior Pack, and they came out, like, those. five years ago. Yeah. So, I have, I, I'm gonna, um, probably, I'm gonna tape my hands and, and probably wear those. I mean, it's going to be so cold, um, that, you know, I may have to be taking and uh, keeping warmer, like wintry gloves on, um, and, and having to just take them off for obstacles. It really just depends on what the temperatures are like, but it also depends on if it's wet. Um, mm -hmm. but I do plan on taping my hands. I plan on wearing long sleeves and pants. Um, cause this thing's going to tear me up. Yeah, it is. Uh, pretty pretty good just the wear and tear on my body but you know it'll heal um you know i'm really committed to getting this thing done grinding it out um you know i want to start off a little conservative because i can always you know pick it up but i i, I know i'm gonna Absolutely. be doing something really hard this weekend um and i'm excited about it um again i'm a little nervous but i'm glad that i'm nervous right it's been mm -hmm. a while since i've really done something like this that I had the thought of, you know, can I actually do this? Um, and that's why I need to do it um, because I have those thoughts. So are you going to like let people is, come out there and like spectate or like if they wanted to pace you for a lap, you know, or just keep you company so you don't just get, you know, bored out of your mind of the monotony? <laughs> um, well, you know, with it being at like a private residence, I, you know, I'm not having it just like an open thing. Right. You know, there people are coming and you know throwing their trash on my friend's yard. Um, but if there is anybody, because it is a holiday weekend, most people are going to be with their families. Um, but you know, if, if there is anyone that's interested in coming by, reach out to me. Um, there is capacity to have you know visitors. But you know, that being said, I, we're a little picky about who we want there, just because there's not a lot of extra bandwidth to have to like take care of other people that want to come by. If that makes sense. But right. you know, I my crew might. Um, you know, want to run some overnights. A lot of them, you know, when I'm out there, maybe out there too with me pacing because they want to watch my obstacle completion. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably have someone with me most of the time. But, you know, if you're a local person and you're bored that weekend and you want to come help out, hit me up. Um, and I'll let you know. Don't be offended if the answer is, hey, we were kind of full at that point or whatever. Um, but, you know, we, there is a little, little openness there. Um, 
I'm just being suggestive, but you, you say you're going to have somebody updating on Facebook. It would be, and I mean, I know they're already going to be like counting the laps and everything. There's going to be a lot of counting going on, but it would be great if they could just do just a basic type up post that says, Rachel's done this many laps. She's done this many burpees, hoping it'll be none. And, you yeah. know, and has completed this many obstacles. That would just be a cool update that you could just see, like, you know, every probably will because four or five hours, you know, we did this, you know, they had a lot of data going actively. Um, and so I can definitely have them do that. And another thing is we're going to have a, an Instagram takeover with hoist. Um, oh, sweet. I mean, yeah. The service, the cell service out there can be a little spotty. I mean, I might even be able to be on my phone too, right? Like while I'm out there during the day, I'm going to be waddling so slow. If I have service, I can, you know, do some stuff, but they, I, I do believe that that is the plan. Like the plan of that, um, Facebook event is to post updates throughout it. And I think that that's a great suggestion, just a simple, you know, checkpoint. But I mean, another thing that, you know, we haven't even talked about this, but if there's a way to put my spreadsheet or a spreadsheet up with like a Google doc where it gets updated every now and then. So people could look at the data of, you know, what my failures have been, cause that's all going to be tracked. Like at the end of this, there's going to be, you know, an output of, what did I do burpees on? Right. And how mm -hmm. many burpees did I do? Um, and you know, we can see my like percentage and, you know, probably see if it rained, there'll be a segment that looks a little different than right. you know the other or whatever. But, um, yeah, that, that'll definitely be, you know, cause what I'm hoping is that, um, you know, with it being Thanksgiving weekend, people are going to be sitting around, you know, watching football and hanging out and playing on their phones and, you know, maybe really be checking in and mm. sending me some love and wanting to, you know, be a part of it um and just have something exciting going on you know yeah we'll all be inside out of the rain and the cold weather watching football and thanksgiving parade and worrying about rachel what she's doing <laughs> what's funny is you know you've probably had friends doing this it's like you wake up saturday morning your friend's running oh yeah you go to the gym you come home you do whatever on your saturday your friend's still running you, yeah. <laughs> you, you have your whole day, you go out, you have Saturday night, you go to bed, you wake up Sunday morning, your friend's still running. It's like, it's like all the stuff you've done and they've just been out there running, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, you know, but so. if you think about it, it's kind of like, you know, you know, Spartan ultra worlds or a world's toughest mutter, you know, you, you got friends there and you're not there. So what do you do? You go and check and see, well, I wonder how so-and-so's doing you know and and we can do this with you this weekend so that'll be cool exactly yeah it was good timing i thought thanksgiving weekend was perfect also it's the end of the season so it's like if when i need to you know let my body heal i can just you know take some time off and i no other races are going on again i just thought it'd be a, a fun festive thing and you know talk to people about lion hearts and maybe inspire some people along the way and you know i'm also looking forward to just putting some content out during this thing right right being able air my experience of what I'm going through while I'm out there, um, you know, and, and kind of see how that resonates as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm grateful you wanted to talk about it. Um, you know, I really just am so grateful for the opportunity to do this and, you know, it's been a lot of work and, you know, I'm going to blink my eyes and it's going to be over. Um, but I just can't believe that I'm getting to sort of end my year with something so special. Right. Um, well, I you think know, it's super maybe cool open the door for other races to look at what's possible, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then them say, wait a minute, um, maybe there is a demand for this. Maybe, um, you know, we can up, up our offering to a hundred mile distance instead of just 24 hour, um, you know? So what is the easiest way for people to uh, donate for this cause? Yeah. So the easiest way, um, we have a page. So if you're, if you follow me on social media, there's like the link in my bio that opens up like the tree and the, the first one says Lionhearts, you know, donate now. And if you scroll down, it says like, please donate now. Some people are having issues with PayPal, um, but not everybody. So I don't know if it's like a, a phone operating system thing, but like a few people have told me that, but I know Venmo's working, cards are working. If you can't figure out how to find the link, you know, send me a message and I'll send you the link directly. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate that. I'm really excited with the support I've gotten. Um, and there's also a great raffle prize um, linked to the donation. So everybody that donates um, is automatically entered. Um, you know, I was going to do like 
every $25. But to be honest, I had enough to organize. I'm like, I don't have time to like, you know, count tickets and all that. So it's just, you do whatever you donate, you donate your, you know, one entry per person. Um, but it's one brand prize and you win a year of hoist. Um, so that means every month hoist is going to show up to your doorstep, either, you know, the powder drink or the bottles. Um, also this really sweet, um, training vest for go rock. It's like a, a weight plate vest. It's mm-hmm. super bad. A, a, a hybrid pack of socks from mud gear. So there's going to be like socks for all different sports in that bundle. Cool. Um, and then race ready obstacles is also donating a $200 merch credit. So, oh, wow. um, that's a pretty sweet little OCR prize sweet. pack. Um, you know, to, to win at the holiday time too, um, for, for everybody that enters. So, um, you know, I, I'm really grateful for those sponsors. Again, I reached out to that, them and asked for support and they were like, absolutely. So, um, you know, some, somebody that donates is going to win that pretty, maybe I need to donate cause that's a pretty sweet pack. <laughs> if you ask me. Um, but, um, we've got that link to it too. Well, Rachel, I'm out of I'm out of questions. Um, did we pretty much go over everything? Is there anything else we need to add to this? No, I mean, I just you know appreciate all of the support that I've gotten. Um, you know, I think that this is going to be definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to you know see how this thing rolls out. Um, I definitely think it's going to be probably the best weekend of my life. Um, you know, maybe we can like chat after and I'll, and I'll confirm with you, but, um, I'm really just grateful to finally get to see, you know, where do I go after 24 hours? Um, you know, how, how does Rachel hold up? Um, and, and is everything that I've been through and all of the work that I've done, you know, day in and day out, um, you know, is it, is it going to hold up this weekend? And, uh, I just can't wait to, I cannot wait to cross like that finish line you know that's gonna be emotional for sure yeah i cannot wait because it's gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna go through it out there and i just i'm really grateful to get to do it because i'm gonna this thing's gonna chew me up and spit me out better you know absolutely Um, so you know but i will um you know i I, thanks for your support and let me talk about it um because talking about it helps me spread the word so i appreciate your time scott and and what's your instagram so people can go and uh yeah my Instagram is Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L underscore fit, F-I-T underscore girl. So Rachel fit girl um, with the underscores. And, you know, if anybody has any questions about anything, um, hit me up. I love talking to people. Um, and I just want to, you know, thank thank everybody again for, the, for all the support and love so far. Well, hey, Rachel, I appreciate you coming on and sharing this about this event. And I think it's awesome what you're doing for Lionheart Fitness. It's such a great charity. And Shell is doing wonderful things over there with the kids. And none of us can thank her enough for what she's doing for the community and for the sport. And I want to wish you happy Thanksgiving and good luck this weekend. Thank you. You too. Hope you enjoyed the interview. I want to thank Rachel again for taking time to tell us about this. And I hope that you all get a chance to check in on her this weekend Uh, Go to that Facebook group and click join so you can see the updates of how she's doing this weekend while we're all, you know, inside, you know, in the nice air and there's no rain and we're watching TV and eating Thanksgiving leftovers. We can check in and see what Rachel's doing. I just think it's going to be really cool to do. And go to, you can go to Lionheart's page, Rachel's page and click on the link. It's Lionheart's 100. Donate now. Throw them a few bucks, guys. I mean, it's for the kids. It's a great community. It's awesome what they're doing for the community and for the sport and bringing up, you know, a younger generation to keep the sport alive. But anyway, I will be at Central Florida, and that's a few, a couple of weeks away. And uh, if you see me down there, come and say what's up. Peace. Peace.